Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Daily Sports Talk Show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Welcome in, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. If you're watching in, SWX Montana Television. Happy Monday. Happy to be with you here on a Monday. I got a whole stack of tickets on my desk because that means we're in the crossover season, the busiest time of the year, one of the best times of the year. So we'll have lots of, st- lots of stuff to get to today and a, and a whole bunch of tickets to give to you. I'm Coulter Nuanas, my good friend Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me here in studio. And start things off with the Montana Football Hour. Well, we diagnose and go through all of the games from over the weekend, particularly the ones involving the Montana schools. A couple of resounding big-time wins for both the Grizzlies and the Bobcats. And uh, the collision course is still on. I, I think that that's one thing I want to talk about today is just the scope of a football season. 
all the different overreactions we could have. But uh, we expected both Montana and Montana State to be two of the best in the Big Sky Conference. They still are. And so that's exactly what we want and need. We're also going to talk on the national landscape because while the uh, Bobcats went to Eastern Washington, posted a huge victory over the Eagles to stay in control of the Big Sky Conference title race, and Montana went to Northern Colorado, 35 nothing win in Greeley. Everybody else lost. All of them. It, I, what, I think 11 top 25 teams lost? 10 top 25 I mean, and four in the top eight, which um, is why. Unbelievable. So, and then we turn the page to yesterday, the craziest day ever in the NFL, too. What are, The last two weeks in the NFL have been bizarre. I mean, two weeks Bad ago. for us that like to gamble. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Two weeks Jeez. ago, it was the week of the backup quarterback doing crazy things. And then this week, it was the... The bad teams that show no life, right? and they beat the best teams. And it was weird watching it yesterday. But you know, I chalked up two weekends ago to Halloween and everything being weird with the Grizz game. And yeah. this week, I I don't know how to explain the NFL. I'm glad I get to listen to you and Coach Marty here at five o'clock. Yeah, no doubt. So we'll get through all the FCS and college football stuff here. Then we'll get into the NFL with Coach Marty Morningway. It is our Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. But now dive into the Montana Football Hour, presented in part. By Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank invites you to experience the Stockman difference as a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana. Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. I was in Cheney. You were in Greeley. I thought I was going to actually time this thing up perfect. I left on my drive, and I was like, all right, I got it all loaded up. Got you. I, I texted you, asked you, give me the best app. You told me all about this Varsity Network. Kate, got it. Because usually when I'm listening to you, I'm in town, right? Right. I just got it on the radio. Uh, so I get it all ready to go, and I, I had you all the way until halftime, and then I had nothing. B- by the way, that drive was so bad on the way over, I couldn't believe it. It was black ice all the way from Mullen oh, no. through, like, Kellogg. I was freaking out. What time did you leave? Uh, not very early, actually, like 10. Because it was a 2 p.m. kick, uh, but you gain an hour. So, yeah, I got in there about an hour before kick. But regardless, you were in Greeley, so I did get this... Uh, Listen to about the first half of the game, and then I got the very end of it as well. But I kind of missed the middle part. I, on the other hand, then got to see what was a great game uh, on the red and a great win by Montana State. Uh, so we'll start with yours. What did you see uh, with the Grizz? Because I was basically tracking 14 nothing. Grizz offensive line at that moment having some problems. Uh, by the way, Northern Colorado's defensive front is very good. I thought uh, David Hogue, as advertised, that guy's no question. He's not just putting up stats on a bad team. That dude would start at both the Montana schools. He, he would. And He's really good. He can get in the backfield. And a sophomore, like you want to talk about breakout star on a breakout season. I think we yep. throw that word around a lot in the yep. media. This guy certainly applies for that. I mean, 20 TFLs, 10 and a half sacks. He, he was the real deal. And it was the matchup of the game because he was going up against the depleted offensive line and Brandon Casey, a true freshman from Sandpoint, Idaho, making his first start. And that was kind of the... The yep. matchup we were all, all kind of watching. New Cam Humphrey was going to be back. The offense looked completely different and kind yes, of in a good way. And that's kind of what the Grizz have been waiting for. And you kind of got that tone from Coach Houck in the press conference today that when they're healthy, they feel they can beat anybody. And it's a matter of if yep. they can be healthy by November 20th because that is going to be the matchup of all matchups. I'm excited to hear about your game as well. But as far as the Grizzlies were concerned, 
just complete. It was complete in all three phases. Offensively, they looked the best they've looked since maybe Cal Poly. Yep. And defensively, they pitched a shutout. And they, the defensive side of the ball is healthy. And I cannot wait to start breaking down the matchup. And, and we can look ahead. Maybe maybe Brent Vegan and Bobby Howe can't. But the defensive matchup that we're going to see here in a couple weeks between the Cats and the Grizz is going to be pretty special. I think it's two of the top five defenses in the country. There's no doubt. It's and they're they're great because of both talent and execution, scheme, all that mentality, all of it. And uh, I'm I'm so much looking forward to it. I'm just so much looking forward to the journey before it gets there too. Because now we got a couple traditional rivals on the horizon. Make no mistake, Montana State cannot overlook Idaho because although Idaho has struggled this year. They have a lot of talent. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to jump in. I'm, the Grizz guy is going to jump in on this one. You really think so? I, I look at Idaho as a team that, I mean, what do they have left to play for? I'm going to, I That's mean. That's true. It's true. The Cats it, have looked so good this year, The Cats year have too. looked so good. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And can they just continue to take care of business? No question about it. Uh, and then the Grizzlies, uh, we, weird stuff happens in Flagstaff all the time. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not <laughs> willing to overlook uh, these upcoming two weeks, because or this upcoming two opponents, because I think it's going to be... Um, I ruined your storyline. Sorry. No, I ruined your okay. narrative there. It's okay. Uh, but Montana State, though, on Saturday, and I think that what we saw Saturday for both the Grizz and the Bobcats had a similar theme, and it's, it's one that you hope is the theme of your team at this time of year. It was just about guys making plays. Sometimes it comes down to just that. Like, does the guy have the confidence to make the play? And can you seize the moment? We finally saw Sammy Kim look like a star. After all of this drama and all of this talking about Grizz quarterbacks, we've been talking about this since last spring. Cam Humphrey's better, man. It, it's not a demeaning thing on Chris it's Brown. Chris not. Brown has a lot of talent, man. Cam Humphrey, when he's healthy and when he's playing confident like he was on Saturday, is a really good quarterback, man. It's not that he's just g- good for Montana. He's very good. And it's the same thing in Bozeman, man. Montana State... Won that football game because their six best players played as well as you can play. And that's what you need. They got 217 yards rushing for Isaiah Fonse. They got 32 carries. 32 carries. They they got 150 yards receiving from Lance McCutcheon. They got a 54-yard touchdown run from Matt McKay. Troy Anderson was absolutely the key. Troy Anderson made himself so much money on Saturday, it's not even funny. Because it's not about the tackles. It's not about coming off the edge. Eastern Washington did exactly what they do, sliced Montana State for the whole first quarter. Talolo Lumu Jones, look like he's going off. 17-yard slant, 27-yard button hook, just over and over and over again. Then they run a little pick play, Andrew Boston touchdown. You're like, whoa. The Cats have given up eight touchdowns to that point all year. They gave up two touchdowns in six minutes. And you're sitting there thinking, damn, man, Eastern is this good. Well, then two things happened. One, they bumped the coverage uh, of the slot. And gave it all to Troy Anderson. So now he's running stride for stride with Lemu Jones. That's a pretty eliminating X factor. And then on the other side, they executed well enough to just pretty much not let Eastern Washington touch the ball. After Eastern's second touchdown, they gained 33 yards over the next 32 game minutes. That's unbelievable. That is staggering against an offense like Eastern Washington. It's put up, you know, over 600 yards a game. I thought that, and it was great credit to all the Cat coaches because that was the perfect game plan. They had to have it go that way as far as ball control, taking Eastern out of rhythm, running the football, 
making big plays when they need it. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, I when I looked at the box score, we were able, obviously, it was a topic of conversation. I mean, we were watching Whoops. it as we were going to uh, the airport in Loveland, Colorado, and, and just watching the way that that second half played out, it was picture perfect for Montana State. And I, I think we were all waiting kind of for this game for one way or another, just yep. so they were proven on some level of it's, okay, they played a soft schedule and they finally played a team that was good, but that wasn't that narrative. It was the exact opposite yep. of, hey, it doesn't matter who you put in front of us. We're a top five team. They proved it. They were number two in my poll this week. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the other reason that Troy Anderson is the great eliminator. It's not that he can just run stride versus stride with slots. He can also roll in the middle of the field like a free safety, but playing six yards closer to the line of scrimmage so he can make that tackle in space. But more than anything, he's so fast sideline to sideline. He spies Eric Berrier without playing spy. He doesn't have to shadow him. He can just stand where he's at and cover him and then still break for the sideline. Instinctual, right? Unbelievable. Great word to describe, Troy. As well as just the the fact is, and I think that sometimes, like, when you're talking about speed for guys that big, it gets overplayed because he's fast for how big he is. Troy Anderson is legitimately the fastest player on the field. I actually think he might be the fastest player in the conference. Period. Wow. Period. And... That is such a huge advantage, man. It does so much for your defense. Speaking of that defense, impromptu this morning, Freddie Banks was doing some post-practice media. So uh, sports information over there at Montana State said, hey, you want to talk to Coach Banks? I said, sure, I'll get you know, four minutes from see what's going on. Here's Coach Banks, Montana State's defensive coordinator, on why the Bobcat defense looks so good on Saturday in a 23-20 victory over Eastern Washington. Nuan is now Montana Football Hour. We do this the first hour of every Monday here on ESPN Radio, recapping the weekend that was for both the Bobcats and the Grizzlies. Joined now by Montana State Defensive Coordinator Freddie Banks. His team went into Eastern Washington, won in Cheney for the first time in 10 years, 23-20. to And, uh, Coach, a very interesting game because on uh, one hand, you have to love as a defensive coordinator when your offense rushes for 300 yards and has the ball for 35 minutes, but also some amazing adjustments and uh, never let Eastern Washington get into a rhythm, which very few teams can say over the last 15 years. So uh, how were you guys able to do it? How were you able to disrupt what Eastern Washington was doing offensively? Well, they had the ball for our offense. We got to give them full credit. They had the ball for 36 minutes, not 35. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but that was that was the big thing. Our offense had the ball, and um, was, we just our big thing was just eliminating explosives and stopping the run, and then trying to contain Barrier. So uh, guys executed well and um, just get get better and move on to the next week. Eastern makes Eastern makes so much money with that that inside slant that they run, especially to number one to Lolo Limu Jones. Uh, but it looked like you guys, well, first of all, having a Troy Anderson probably helps. But how were you guys able to sort of mitigate that? Because it seemed like they had success early, but almost none in the last three quarters. Uh, I mean, it was they, they they execute those you know Eastern executes at such a high level, and they kind of do what they do. And they caught us in the coverage, and it was one that went for big. I think it was maybe 30 yards or so. And um, We just started executing better, started doing our job. And, um, you know, I credit to our players. They they do a good job of what we tell them to do, and they, they execute at a high level, and they prepare so well, and they play really, really hard because these other teams, that 30-yard that play turned into a touchdown. We ran to the ball, got it knocked down, and went to go fight again. So um, guys, guys do a good job preparing. And uh, Troy Anderson, I mean, it seemed like he could almost spy Barry without even spying him. And also, 
his ability to run with receivers, chase down guys in space, contain, all that stuff. I mean, how diverse was he in your game plan? Oh, man, he's a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Probably won't get to coach a guy like that again. So, you know, hopefully we can coach him as long as we can right now. He prepares really well. His body beat up sometimes. He comes out to practice every day. He just works so hard. Um, and obviously his talent, he's sideline to sideline. He's making plays, beating the corners of tackles. I mean, he's just a, he's a special talent. What did you think of uh, Eric Berry in person? Obviously, you guys didn't let him get into much of rhythm, but uh, he, he is sort of uh, one of the great talents in the country. So seeing him in person, what did you think? Oh, special dude, man. He can throw the ball. He can run it on the throw. Uh, run it. He can throw it on the run. Um, we thought we'd have saw a little more quarterback run game, but he's he's one of the best that I've seen. So um, it, was, it was a stressful game. It was a stressful couple weeks leading up to the game. Uh, he's a, he, it, it was fun going against a guy like that, too. I think our guys embrace going against the best, and um, they play well. Well, last home game of the weekend, Senior Day in Bozeman this weekend with Idaho coming to town. So uh, what do you think of this opportunity for your guys? I know that your your goals include more home games on the horizon for the last guaranteed one. So what do you expect Saturday to be like? Well, um, I want it to be as normal as possible, to be honest. I want to – I know we honor our seniors, but I told them this is a different team that we're going to honor our seniors a different way, hopefully, if we mm-hmm. continue to prepare and continue to work hard. So I, I kind of told them, screw your senior day. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll celebrate you at the end of the year. Um, but the goal is to be ready for Idaho. And our goal is to beat Idaho because Idaho was very capable of coming in here and beating us. They got, they're a talented football team. Um, and I know that can sound like coach speak, but they can freaking play. They got good receivers. The whole line is good. Their quarterback went to the national championship while he was at West Florida D2 program. Um, they got three backs that are two big ones. One's 250 pounds, one's 235 pounds, and they got one little, little guy that's one of the fastest backs we've ever seen. So I think our guys heard us loud and clear you know, today that we better prepare and get ready to go. And, yeah, we honor our seniors, but we're going to honor them a different way too. So we better get ready for Idaho. Freddie Banks, fantastic defensive coordinator here on the Montana Football Hour on Nuanas Now. Coach, appreciate the time this week, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. There you go, Montana State defensive coordinator Freddie Banks. This is the Montana Football Hour, presented in part by Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's RV and Marine, proud to be the largest of all Montana RV dealers. If you need to winterize your RV, you need to get some propane on your way through town, you need some service, Brett's RV and Marine, locally owned and operated for more than 50 years. Stop by 4800 Grant Creek Road and start your next adventure with the premier RV dealer in Montana. Riley Corcoran in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. The um, the continuity of the game plan for Montana State on Saturday was very impressive to be able to execute like they did. I actually thought that Montana State missed a variety of opportunities um, from a... Which side of the ball? I'm curious. Which side of the ball? Offensively, defensively? I thought both sides of the ball. Montana State went for it on uh, fourth and goal from the three and didn't get it. Uh, Montana State also missed a 27-yard field goal, so like inside the 10. Uh, They went for it after the missed field goal, though, so you wonder if that had an influence on it as well because they they do have a true freshman kicker who's been lights out this year, actually. Jerry Rice Award watch I mean, Blake Lester made 15 of his first 18 college field goals, made like six out of seven from 45 or farther. Uh, He was lights out, nails. But then biggest game of the year, (laughs) he misses a chip shot, and then they go for it on the next one, so you wonder if that had some correlation. But um, a bad, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, on a big deep shot uh, up the seam to Willie Patterson. They had a hold 
on a big on Elijah Elliott had a kick return for a touchdown. They got called back. So for you're a telling hold. me that referees got in the middle? No, no way. way, dude. There's no uh, way this shocked, happened, right? Shot. I know. I said, I said for all the. I even said this on Twitter. I said for all the bad unsportsmanlike conduct calls I've ever seen. When I saw three terrible ones in Missoula last weekend, the one of Willie Patterson, he singled for a first down and got unsportsmanlike. I was like, "Come on, man! Like this is just a. I mean, this is, these are just college kids. Let them have some fun." But regardless, uh, those all those missed opportunities in Montana State was still able to come out with a victory. But I also thought that. They made Eastern look way more human, and I think part of that is just the matchup, but also part of it is that Eastern's got some tough sledding right now, man, because Eastern was the number two team in the country. They'd won seven games in a row, and now they're sitting here on a two-game losing streak. They haven't lost back-to-back home games since 2015, and they have a game at UC Davis and then another game at Portland State. Who's pretty darn good. And Portland State's surging. I think, I mean, Eastern's clearly lost some of their mojo, right? And I think coming into this, that was a huge key for them to yeah. just keep it rolling. I, I look at this box score, though, Coulter, and that's why I asked you the question. I I still want to go back to this one. What was more surprising to you? Because the box score is phenomenal. And I know that sure. sometimes we see numbers and they might yeah. not correlate to what our eyes are seeing. But, but 544 yards of total offense, right. 291 on the ground, 36 uh, minutes of possession. I mean, but, what, but what's more surprising? That they put yeah. up 544 of offense for a team that maybe was, but by some would say, hey, not very dynamic offensively. Sure. Like 544 of total offense or to hold Eastern to 314 and to 20 points. Because that, for everyone out there, Eastern averages over 600 yards of offense. That's right. half of their normal production. So what was more surprising to you? Well, I think that they, were, they went hand in hand. The best defensive effort that Montana State had was having the ball for 36 minutes and change. That's how you keep Eastern off the field. But when, you know, for example, when Montana State went for it on fourth and goal and they didn't get it, then they get a safety on that possession. Uh, Bryce Layton, their punter, was the special teams player of the week this week because he was able to pin Eastern. Uh, Eastern had, I mean, I've been covering games over there for a long time, man. I was doing the math in my head. I think that Saturday was actually my 20th game in the at the Roosfield Press how, Box. How are your eyes? I know, way? right? It makes me it's so bright, dizzy. That new color is brighter Every than time, man, it makes me so dizzy. <laughs> but I... Uh, I'd never seen Eastern go three and out that many times. I'd never seen an offense get contained. So it was Montana State sitting on the clock, but you also can sit on the clock when you have almost 30 first downs and you're just running the ball at will. So um, I, I just I thought it was a well-executed game plan. I thought Montana State, if they didn't make mistakes, could have won that game by 14, 17 points. Like, I uh, I, I thought that it was a... a, a uh, exacting effort, a great matchup, but also a great performance by the Bobcats. Well, and they absolutely deserve all the accolades now because they went and proved it. They went on the road, one of the toughest places yep. to play at and, and win. They did it. They And you can't apologize for your schedule. You really they can't. can't. They and, can. and they are beating everyone that's in front of them. A narrow loss at Wyoming, and we'd be yep. talking about the number one team in the country. Well, and we're also talking about a team that's played with house money, too, though, because I know that coaches would always scream at you, games aren't played on paper. But scheduling, when you're talking about the best and worst case scenarios, there's only usually, like, especially when you have the talent that both the Montana teams do now. I know that the Grizz have had some moments of being dull and lackluster recently. They still have Patrick O'Connell and Jace Lewis, and everybody else doesn't. They still have Sammy Akem and Cole Grossman. Everybody else doesn't. The Cats just got all the dudes, man. So what I'm saying is, though, there's only a few games that you could ever really think that or even a possibility of losing unless something catastrophic happens. But we talked about the Bobcats and their schedule, 
and we thought, okay, it's it's their four road games because they had a very favorable home schedule. I think it was pretty much sign so delivery. These guys are going to go undefeated at home. How they do on their road games. The fact that they've won two of the three most important conference road games already, now they're playing with house money. Now it's like you win next week, and it doesn't. It really doesn't even matter. You don't want to say the Brawl of the Wild doesn't matter. It's great for bragging rights and national exposure and all this stuff. But if you're the Cats and you get to nine wins before the Brawl, you're playing with house money. They will clinch a seed if they win this weekend. They're 9-1 and one and, and say that things don't go their way in Missoula the following week. 9-2 and two with their resume. I think would still get them a six, seven, or eight seed. So they're playing for a seed this weekend, which at the end of the day, I mean, Big Sky Conference Championship, though, I guess would be the other disclaimer because they're they're in the running for that. That's still relevant. But as far as positioning yourself to win a national title, difference between one and eight doesn't matter that much as far as you you get that week off that everyone wants. They would clinch a seed with a win this weekend. I think it's pretty cut and dry at that point. And then, then, I mean, if we're looking down the road, I know that there's Grizz fans going around, what are you doing talking about this? But it's the, it's the fact, right? With, with where Montana State If they win both their games, they're a top two seed. They will not oh, have no to question. leave Bozeman no to go to Frisco. And that's what's going to be on the line. It's setting up for just a massive, massive game. And I can't wait for the show next week. As long as both teams take care of business, knocking on wood. I mean, for the conversation, of, is this the biggest brawl game ever? I mean, as far as national implications, if College Game Day is here, which we'll get into as well. Oh, I mean, buddy. I mean, there is so much on the line. If you're a football fan of Montana, think of what we had to go through last year with neither team deciding to play. We deserve this. We deserve the national spotlight. Both teams are in the top nine in this week's poll. Both teams, if things go their way, have an absolute legit, legitimate chance to go to Frisco and be national champions. And then what could be next week, the game in Missoula? I, I get goosebumps thinking about it. I know it's going to be fun for us the next two weeks. I know, man. I'm just trying to live in this moment and uh, enjoy this because <laughs> I know it's just going to be so uh, so awesome uh, next week and uh, throughout the rest of the season because – I think there's going to be a lot more football. Here's the thing, man. I think that we are going to have football games for about six more weeks still. I think we're only about at the two-thirds mark of this season. I think so, too. And I, you know me. I'm a nerd when it comes to seeding and all this stuff and being a top 25 voter. I I mean, I spent an hour last night breaking down resumes for the top 10 because it all comes down to seeding, too. Let me go crazy out there as you're driving around or listening to this. What if the Grizz and the Cats meet up in the playoffs? That would be that, so sweet. That could absolutely happen if you're looking. It's never at happened Grizz, before, right? Never happened, yeah. and you could see where hey, one team's four, one team's five. They have a quarterfinal matchup. It is absolutely possible. And my gosh, they, I, I'm with you though. I, I think there will be games played until late December for both of these squads. And, and judging on the draw, heck, you might be seeing quarterfinal, semifinal. Come on now, let's go, let's Mont- go, Montana Football Hour, presented in part by Stockman Bank of Montana. When you bank at Stockman, you receive personalized customer service and your phone call, always answered by a live person. Stockman Bank blends traditional Western values with modern conveniences and state-of-the-art technology. They provide time-tested products and services from people who truly care about you and your financial success. A few notes from over the weekend, non-football related here on the Montana Football Hour. Non-Bobcat or Grizz football related, I should say. The high school football playoffs all the way into the semifinals now in Class A. Class AA, here's your, here's your semifinalists. You got uh, Missoula Sentinel, who will host Kalispell Glacier on Friday. That would be very fun. On the other side of the bracket, you got Helena High traveling to Billings West. 
I think these are the best four teams. I think they each have college-level uh, star players. Uh, this is going to be fun semifinals. And this is finally the point, at least on the double-A side of things, where we've been waiting for, right? Because it's always been about West and Sentinel and who are the top contenders to knock them off. We'll give credit to Glacier and Helena because they have now earned yep. that right. And with the way Helena's playing, with what they did in Bozeman last week, watch out Billings West. I, I no think. Kidding. I, I mean, I, I mean, when you got when you got a D one guy playing quarterback, that, that takes you a long ways, especially Montana. And it seems like he's playing with confidence, slinging yep. it around a little bit. That I, I think both semifinal games will be great. And now it's really up to the test of these top two teams all year long. Can they finish the job and set up this state championship we've all been waiting for? Cowsboy Glacier head coach Grady Bennett will join us here tomorrow on Nuanas. Now, very much looking forward to that. Coach Bennett is one of my favorites, an awesome guy with an awesome program. And he's also, you know, he's a professional broadcaster, too, so he's pretty good on the radio. He doesn't need a lot of prep work because he does do a lot of color commentary for SWX Montana Television. Also efforting Rob Stanton, Billings West head coach. Got a message into him. Uh, he's a busy guy, so I'm sure he'll be circling back around. And we also... Uh, are going to have Caden Hewitt, that quarterback from Helena High, on the show later this week. So a lot of prep coverage for you leading to those semifinals. Should be fun. Class A, Laurel, the defending state champs, they beat Frenchtown 34-17. Riley's building Central Rams. Ah, they ran into a buzzsaw. Man, I'm so interested to see what happens with this Jarrett Wilson kid, man. He ain't much bigger than you. But, dude, he's he's slanging, man. Wow. I mean, he, he's thrown, I think, I, I don't know how many touchdowns he threw this game, but they scored 49 points against Billing Central, so I imagine a fair amount. Absolutely. He had 40 touchdowns and no picks coming into this week. 40 and no picks. No picks? No picks. Thrown for 350 yards a game. What? He's slanging, dude. Their offense is awesome. So, Laurel wow. versus Polson in a semifinal. That's a matchup. The Pirates, Pirates undefeated. Good for them. Hamilton, there's a lot of narrative about Hamilton and teams from the East. Well, one set one up, knock one down, 52-13 over Miles City. Yikes. What an effort by Hamilton. Uh, we're also efforting Tyson Rostad, future Grizz uh, athlete and uh, Hamilton High two-way star for later on this week. And then the other semifinal, Lewistown defeats Sydney, and so Lewistown's... Um, there's kind of your Cinderella. Emotional run, right? No, Lewistown has never really been great at football. And I don't know if you tracked this story or not, but a couple weeks ago, one of their senior captains got killed in a car accident. And there was a lot of talk that they were going to forego their senior day, and that might have impacted their playoff seating. Instead, they went and won on their senior day, and then they won the last two weeks on the playoffs. Here they are in the semifinals. I can't ever remember Lewistown being in the semifinals. So no. That, that's a pretty cool story. That's a great man. story. And Class A set up, too, because I, I think you have – Clearly the three best teams with great storylines throughout. I think we'd all on the West side love to see a, a Polson-Hamilton state championship yeah, yeah. game. But at the same time, Laurel, the defending champ, has something to say. And Cinderella's story with, with Lewistown. Hey, when you got fate on your side, man, watch out. Watch out. No question. Forrest Carlton into the semifinals in Class B for the second year in a row. They'll take on Jefferson. Florence beat Columbus 28-8. to Jefferson beat Whitehall 42 to nothing. Big Fork, after a huge win in the first round over Glasgow, who was the favorite, then they took out Townsend. So the Vikings, the Cinderella so far of Class B, good team. But Townsend, juggernaut, as as well as uh, Florence Carlton, it looked like those two were on a crash course. But no, Big Fork upsets them. So Big Fork will take on Eureka. Eureka beat the uh, alma mater of one Bobby Houck, 47-12 over Big Timber in Class B. And then in Class C, eight-man your semifinal matchups include Thompson Falls versus Park City. Thompson Falls took out Belt 31-10, and Park City beat Scobie 32-20. to And then you got Flint Creek, the defending state champions at the eight-man level. That's Drummond and Phillipsburg. They went 
an unbelievable 580 miles one way on the bus to Fairview and won 32 to 14. Awesome. They will host Fort Benton in the semifinals. Fort Benton takes out Mission. That's St. Ignatius, 42 to 26. More on the way the uh, Grizzlies turn the corner and their first official shutout in a decade. Here on Nuana's Now, keep it right here. The Montana Football Hour rolls on ESPN Radio. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home Missoula Sports Center. Montana State solidified its place atop the Big Sky Conference. Montana is all of a sudden on a roll, and the Grizz soccer team is going dancing. Hello, I am Coulter Luanez. In the top FCS matchup of the weekend, the fourth-ranked Cats went to Cheney and pulled out a 23-20 victory over Eastern Washington that was more one-sided than the final margin indicated. MSU piled up 544 yards of total offense, including 291 yards on the ground, and had the ball for nearly 37 minutes in winning for the eighth straight time. Isaiah Fonse rushed for 217 yards, including a 43-yard touchdown rip, helped boost Montana State to its first win in Cheney since 2011. The Grizz went to Greeley, Colorado and found their groove, hosting the first shutout by a Montana defense in 10 years by trouncing Northern Colorado 35-0. Senior quarterback Cam Humphrey threw three touchdowns, including two to Sammy Akem, and also rushed in a touchdown to pace the UM offense. The Grizz defense gave up 245 total yards, including just 72 on the ground as Montana won for the third week in a row. Finally, the Grizz soccer team was also in Greeley, the Big Sky Conference Women's Soccer Tournament. Montana got a goal in the 87th minute Friday against Sac State to advance to the championship. And Sunday, Jaden Griggs scored in the 36th minute and the goal stood up as Montana beat Weber State to advance to the NCAA Tournament for the third time in four seasons under Chris Chinovitsky. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Monday. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Montana Football Hour here on Nuanas Now. My good friend Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, joins me, Coulter Nuanas, here in the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport boasts the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. I was scrolling through the website last night. They got some ridiculous rigs on there, man. If you need a new truck or you just want to check it out, I mean, pretty fun you should just go to nwmsrocks.com that's nwmsrocks.com they got some sweet rigs on there i can't even believe that there's trucks in the world that cost like a hundred thousand dollars but there are and northwest motorsport has some if that's what you're in the market for so i appreciate them for bringing you us nuanas now live every single weekday from 4 to 6 p.m let's talk more about this grizz game riley i was listening to the pregame so i got your notes and uh was wishing I could have tweeted something about Cam Humphrey as the starter and uh, also the return of a few running backs. Both Isaiah Childs and Xavier Harris both got a little bit of run this weekend too. Uh, but on the flip side of that, no Dylan Cook, senior right tackle. 
Uh, no A.J. Forbes, sophomore center. So you had from left to right on the offensive line, Stalwart, Conlon, Beaver. Uh, every game started right, left guard at Hunter McGinnis. And then you had Moses Mallory, the normal right guard, playing center. And then who was playing right guard? Cordell Pillins jumps right. in at right guard. And then Brandon Casey. True freshman, Sandpoint, Idaho. So is he a true freshman or a redshirt freshman? Well, he's a super true freshman, super, right? There you go. He, he's a COVID shirt freshman, but he has not utilized his redshirt. His so, redshirt year would have been 2020, but there wasn't a season. So he still is a true freshman. And I don't know what's going to happen. I have no insight. This is no tell, no anything. He's only played in three games. So there's right. a chance that this year could still be a redshirt depending on injuries and how everything goes the next couple games, too. It's confusing as heck, but he's... Has not used his redshirt year. Yeah, super true freshman. I like that. Oh, uh, this is a complete tangent, but I have to go down this road just for a moment. You can play tackle, offensive tackle at the Division One level as a freshman. I think it's a lot easier if you get thrown to the fire instantly. That's why we see a lot of programs. Like Eastern Washington has been famous for finding their heir apparent at left tackle and then just throwing that guy in there as a redshirt freshman, and that is your left tackle. For four years, he's going to start 50 games. Tristan Taylor this Tristan year. Tristan Taylor this year. Clay DeBoard was the one right before him. Jake Rogers was right before that. I mean, all those the, – the previous two went to the NFL. I think Tristan Taylor will get a shot. Tristan Taylor negated Daniel Hardy quite a bit. Actually, that was a good coaching move by Aaron Best. He moved Tristan Taylor to the right side to try to mitigate Hardy. But then Montana State – I mean, Brody Greeby had two and a half sacks off the other side. So, uh, mismatch – one side mismatch, the other side. But regardless, we've seen this in Montana too, though, with guys like uh, Danny Kissler and uh, David Reese, John Schmang, and now Cotton the Beaver's been uh, mostly in the starting lineup since he was a redshirt freshman as well. But what I'm getting at, though, is if you are expected to be that starter then and you get thrown to the wolves right away and everybody's picking you up, you'll take your lumps, but your acceleration is so rapid. It's so hard for a guy like Brandon Casey to step in. Because you've been practicing with the quote-unquote varsity, but you have not seen David Hogue. That's just trial by fire. So I thought Casey struggled quite a bit in this game, but I also think that that's, of all these injuries that we've seen, that's one of the toughest positions a guy's been put in. Everybody else, like on defense, they're rotating in. They're getting a taste of it. To have a, a live bullet that is one of the best edge guys in the league, that's trial by fire. Well, and you're exposed, too. You're absolutely exposed because everybody knows that, okay, Dylan Cook's not out there. Let's go attack the true freshman. And not only that, David Hogue is legit, as we talked about at the top of the show. But He's so legit. And if you want to hear a great interview with him, check out our podcast from last week. He came on the show. He is a uh, expert chef. He's going to France okay. uh, for an internship this summer. So very interesting guy. He's got, he's got Jamaican roots. He talked a lot about his family. Like. Super, super interesting guy. I, I really liked what I saw from him, the way he looked, the way he played, yeah. the way he sounded on, on your show. I mean, he, he's the real deal, and I, I think that it's a little bit feast or famine with Montana because, yes, we want to talk about Cam Humphrey and how great he was and, and the running backs back, but we didn't. We really didn't know. As we got to the field, okay, we knew that those reinforcements are coming back, but with two offensive linemen down, was it going to balance out? Were they still going to shine? And I think with two offensive linemen out – to still have this kind of production was a good day. And I think Cam Humphrey, you look at the box score, and this might be something that you might look at the box score and go, oh, 11 carries 35 yards, no big deal. Well, he got sacked five times. He had six rushing attempts, Coulter, 
for 71 positive yards. He looked very athletic, looked very looked very healthy, looked back to full strength to me. He did. And I think that the Southern Utah game was more of get your feet wet a little bit, and everyone sure. overreacted, I think, to him hobbling off. It was kind of all part of the plan. But he makes this offense go, which we're going to get into. It was nice to see just the, the running backs because there's two things right there, Coulter. Number one, you have fresh legs at running back. Yeah. It's not Junior Bergen, a, a true freshman, getting worn down in 23 carries a game. Right. You have three guys that you can rotate in. Number two, because of Cam Humphrey's effectiveness, these defenses are going to be on their heels more. Montana, I thought, became very predictable offensively in October. Is that a fair statement? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, they were the exact opposite the, of that. Here's the best way that you could say it. Montana, Chris Brown was completing like 75% of his passes, and they weren't getting more than 15 first downs a game. That is repetitiveness defined. And they were they were going with tempo. I thought that they right. were way better when they, they run with tempo. They looked they looked like they just had more confidence in all the elements of the offense. That's what I said all along. Is that this notion that this offense can't throw the ball down the field because they're limited somehow? I don't know why that happened for a month, but it did because we saw Cam Humphrey throw the ball down the field really well both the times he got opportunities in 2018 and 2019. He has the ability to do that. I don't know why that was absent from their offense. I think that a lot of it was Cal Poly crossed Montana up with a lot of their fronts, and that had Montana sort of glitching out. Then I think that there was just a couple missed plays in Eastern Washington in a high-pressure game. And then after that, it all just went to hell because of a variety of injuries and lack of continuity. But I do think, though, that seeing just the return of big plays to the Grizz offense, that's what they need to do. Like, that's the style they got to play. If they're going to play this super exciting exciting style of defense, then when that defense gets a turnover, that defense force a punt, that defense gets a sack, you got to hit a shot play right away. You have to make the momentum of the game go, and they did that on Saturday. Well, I think a sixth-year senior as well with Cam Humphrey has the confidence that maybe a freshman does no and Chris Brown to go, hey, I'm going one-on-one with Sammy and Cam. I'm going to take my gamble because I have enough confidence. I've made enough throws, and I have enough clout with the coaching staff where I'm not worried about someone going, hey, you should have done that, you should have done that. He went one-on-one with Sammy twice and threw it up, and and we all saw the plays that Cam made. But just the confidence in how they move, I just – the composure, I, every word starts with the C I'm thinking of when it comes to Cam Humphrey. Sure. Composure, confidence, just the way that he controlled the, the tempo of the game, Coulter, in the huddle. It was just impressive to watch. And I think that you got the glimpse of what these Grizz, Grizzlies can look like offensively. And it's no knock on Chris Brown. I hate that we get to this point where sure. it's more you have to pick one or the other. Sure. It's not that. That's that's what gets morphed into this. They have a great relationship. And you got a guy that's a sixth-year senior that's 9-1 as a starter compared to a guy that started four games it's a redshirt freshman that still has a lot of growth to do there, there's no comparison to me cam humphrey's the guy if the grizz are going to have any success from this point on it's going to be because cam humphrey's a quarterback and chris brown will be just fine you know starting next year in the in the years following that montana football hour presented in part by brett's rv and marine Pretz rv and marine they currently showcase the best inventory in the state at volume discount prices they also have a service department that stands behind their products They've been the leader in Montana RV sales for more than 50 years. Stop by Grand Creek Road and start your next adventure with the premier RV dealer in Montana. Lady Grizz and Men Grizz basketball doubleheader tomorrow down at the Adams Center. Ladies tip at 5 p.m. against Northwest Nazarene. The men tip at 7.30 playing uh, Derek Selvig's Dickinson State squad. That's a Derek, a good friend of ours, and uh, also now the head coach, what, second year head coach? Second year, yeah. At Dickinson State, 
So if you want to go down to the Adams Center, we got two tickets to each of these games right now. So give us a call, 406-888-1029. You want to go to Lady Grizz and Men Grizz back-to-back? Call us right now, 888-1029. First caller, we got two tickets to each of tomorrow night's basketball games down there at the Adams Center. It's crossover season. It's it big is. boy month. I, I've got two basketball games to prepare for tomorrow. I'm calling both of them. So you are? I'm doing both. I'm doing the doubleheader. Yeah. I'm resting up my voice a little bit. How do you possibly do this? I, compartmentalizing How my brain. How do you brain. have much space in your brain? Well... That's why I stay up till two in the morning. You got. That's why you got to just go. I, I went football prep Sunday, and then today and tomorrow is all basketball, and then back to football Wednesday. I mean, you live for these weeks, right? You you live for the three to four weeks that are coming when both are going on. But yeah, it's a it's a lot going on in the brain up there. Good thing there's good SIDs out there. Shout out to all of them out there, whether in Bozeman, Missoula, or uh, across the Big Sky Conference. But Joel Carlson, Nick Halsey do a good job of making sure I've got all the elements to be prepared. Montana Football Hour presented in part by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank has 36 locations. They're only in Montana. It's a bank for Montanans by Montanans. Let Stockman Bank show you Montana's brand of banking today. What else happened in the national landscape? Eastern Washington wasn't the only top 10 team that lost. We'll get you all up to date and give you a clearer view of the playoff picture as well. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Yo, 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 a little who for you on a Friday, or not really a Friday, a Monday. This feels like my Friday. <laughs> I got it all backwards. I drove to and from Cheney, Washington this weekend, so I got a little, actually, I shouldn't say brain fog from that. Actually, that was the most mind-clearing thing I've done in a long time. I love the little road trip by myself. Welcome back, Montana Football Hour. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. My good friend Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me, Coulter Nuanas from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened throughout the rest of the country. A lot of top teams fell this weekend. But first, Bradley's got to get a little something off his chest. Okay, guys. We, we love our guys at the Grizz Fan Pod. We do. We love it. And I, and I wish that I, I could jump on with them tonight. They asked me to be a part of it, but I got to prep for two basketball games. So get a rain check on that. But Mike Nugent, a great friend of the show. Great friend of the show. And I'm not letting him off the hook with saying, oh, the reverse psychology and lifting the jinx. He went on and confidently picked Northern Colorado to beat Montana last week. Yikes. On the Grizz Fan Pod. 
Like, you're not getting off the hook, and you're not going to get on there tonight and just say, oh, well, I needed to, to lift the jinx off the grist. No, that's a terrible prediction first off, and you can't. What line of thinking, Coulter, on any stretch of the imagination, would give you the, the thought that Northern Colorado is going to beat Montana. I mean, they've, they've, you know, they've beat them two times in the last 50 years. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you watched that team over in Bozeman oh, trust a, a me, month man. ago. Trust me, man. There was no feasible solution for Mike, Northern Colorado. Mike, all I'm going to say to put this one to bed quickly is it was when I come on the Grizz Fan Pod the next time, it will be it'll be a longer version of this, but you're not getting off the hook. That You need to own it, that that was a terrible call. You can't say that it was reverse psychology. Come on, man. The man in the arena. He takes all the arrows. <laughs> Making bold predictions like that, you got to do it. You want to go to the Grizz game tomorrow night? There's two of them, Lady Grizz and Men Grizz, back-to-back. Northwest Nazarene, for the Lady Grizz opponent, 5 o'clock. And the uh, Dickinson State, were they the Blue Hawks? Is that right? That's right. Uh, nice Dickinson work. State Blue Hawks here in town against the Grizzlies at uh, 7.30. You want to go? 888-1029. That's 888-1029. We got a pair of tickets to each of those games, so we'll send you... And a friend to the doubleheader, give us a call right now, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Montana Football Hour presented in part by Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's RV and Marine has been the leading Montana RV sales company, family-owned and operated for more than 50 years. They have 75 different RV and boat brands to choose from. That's the largest inventory under the big sky. Stop by 4800 Grant Creek Road. Start your next adventure with the premier RV dealer in Montana. As I was watching Eastern Washington and Montana State battle at the Inferno, also was monitoring North Dakota State, South Dakota State. If you take the uh, spring, the most recent spring season out of the equation, dating back to 2011, North Dakota State has lost eight games before Saturday. Five of them were to South Dakota State. So when North Dakota State was about to go down to SDSU, I said that in the press box. It's just rinse and repeat. If and when North Dakota State loses, they lose to South Dakota State, and then they go win the national championship. I don't know if that's what's coming next, but it's actually it's surprising when NDSU loses, but you almost always know who they're going to lose to. Well, and you, you throw in the fact where South Dakota State, they lost two home games this year. They weren't losing three. I mean, it's just a matter of the rivalry. Where, I mean, obviously here in Montana, we have a, a high opinion of the rivalry that goes on here. But it's just the same over in the Dakotas with these two matching up. And you look at the potential. We teased it earlier in the hour. But the potential of NDSU and South Dakota State matching up in yeah. the playoffs and Montana and Montana State matching up in the playoffs that could be wild along all proportions, but yes, it, 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 this did not surprise me whatsoever. I mean, no disrespect to North Dakota State. They deserve to be in the top eight. They'll be a contender again, but South Dakota State, I feel, is a better team. And, and they, South Dakota State's very good. Yes, they, they showed it, and then on, on any given day, I don't care where they're ranked, you probably won't want to play South Dakota State in the playoffs. I also was thinking this the other day. I think that the, the NFL mentality, and by the way, it's the Montana football hour, Riley Corkin, voice of the Grizz, joining me, Coulter Duana, is in studio. I think that the there, there's a narrative in the NFL because of fantasy football, also because of salary caps, that featured backs are sort of flash in the pans and or a dying breed. Most teams are choosing to go running back by committee rather than get this guy. They're going to pay a bunch of money because that guy inevitably, even if he is the biggest horse on the earth like Derrick Henry, it's a ticking time bomb. You never, Even if you got Christian McCaffrey, he can be hurt. Ezekiel Elliott, Derrick Henry, they, all can, they can all get hurt. 
that's infiltrated the college football mindset where I think fans sometimes they don't understand the the how important an elite running back can be. Montana State is eight and one in in and in, in number three spot in the polls this week for a variety of reasons. They have a lot of good players. They have several great players. Their best player is Isaiah Fonse. He's the best running back in the conference. He is in the, the conference. How about I mean, I the think nation? Well, that, that's what I'm getting at. Is that South Dakota State's other uh, advantage is they have great talent, but Pierre Strong is the only other guy I would put in the conversation has Isaiah Fonse. I think that they're very similar as players. I think that Strong's actually faster. I think that uh, Fonse is though just so tough. But what I'm getting at is I just think that it's a it's a position that's lost its luster in college football. I don't know why. I think you're right. There were It feels like you need to have three guys that get 10 carries rather than one guy that gets 30. Sure. But, but when you have a a guy that can carry the load like Afonso, I'll go make kind of a crazy statement. It's not crazy at all. I think the top four for the Peyton Award right now, Afonso, yep. Strong, not in no particular order, Afonso, Strong, yep. Barrier, yep. and Cole Kelly yep. at Southeastern Louisiana. Yep. Speaking of Southeastern Louisiana, North Dakota State lost. Number two goes down. Eastern Washington lost to number five, going down the number four team in the country. Southeastern Louisiana lost. Who did they lose to? Incarnate Word. Incarnate Wild Word. game. 55-52, just an arena football in the fourth quarter. Incarnate Word played in Bozeman in 2018, so I actually got a little bit of knowledge of their football program. That's a, They will find a way to win because they're right in the heart of Texas – that coach, he comes from like the Lincoln Riley coaching tree. So you're just going to go find a kid. All you got to do is just find a, a kid that can run the spread and just throw it all over the place. Well, and that's exactly what they have right now. Right. They're tied for the conference lead. They're going to, they're a playoff team sure. again this year. Their only problem, their conference is probably going to disband here with everybody no going away. So we'll see where they find a home, but they're legit for sure. Southern Illinois, number seven, also lost. Northern Iowa, the number 13 team in the country, lost. Number 18, VMI, lost. Number 20, Princeton, lost. That's irrelevant, though, because they don't play in the playoffs. The Ivy League does not. Number 20, tied with Princeton. William & Mary, also lost. Weber State, lost to Portland State. That's it for the Wildcats. That's their fifth loss. They're out of the playoff race. Um, I never thought that their playoff run would end because they went 0-5 at home. That is That's crazy. mind-blowing. I mean, you could say quality opponents or whatever, but like they're at your house. you got to find a way to win one. How do you lose every single home right? game? I, I couldn't even believe that when I saw the breakdown of the schedule. And we thought Weber State might have a down year, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know if many people thought they'd be 4-5 going to the final two games of the season. No question. It, but they, uh, they can, I mean, who do they play the last two weeks of the year? Nobody, they, nobody, they play Southern Utah, Northern Colorado. So nobody that can actually impact the playoff. Right? No, they're, so, going, they're going 6-5. All right, yeah. all right. All right. Well, interesting. Uh, how was your poll? Well, what did you think? Was it as hard this week, or is it more clarity, or uh, where are you, you at? You know, I, I thought the top three were pretty clear to me. I, I, I still, and I voted Sam Houston one because I just feel at this point, I mean, you have to in some regard. They're the defending national champs. They haven't lost. With that being said, I think they're very vulnerable in the playoffs. They haven't beaten anybody, really, with a winning record. So I went Sam Houston, Montana State two, James Madison three. I thought that was pretty clear. Four through ten is just a jumble, and that's when I spent the 45 minutes to an hour just breaking down the resumes where I end up having South Dakota State, North Dakota State, four or five, which is the poll, but then six through ten, Coulter, between the four other Big Sky schools, 
and Villanova, I think, is very, very tight. And it's going to work itself out this week with Eastern Washington and UC Davis. Um, Montana's in the fold. Sacramento State's in the fold as well in Villanova. But I, give credit to the big sky. They legitimately yep. have, and we've been going back and forth on this, and now you're finally starting to see it with me. Five big sky teams are getting in. I'm, and, just, I'm just used to the big sky getting the short end of the stick on the national level. There's no way they can give them the short end of the stick this year with the way but the bubbles work out. How? Because you, you're putting trust into people to make the correct decision. That only happens about <laughs> half the time in our world. Fair point. Fair point. I mean, how many times have, like, general managers and crazy coaches and professional sports made the absolute wrong decision? It, uh, people, human error is, is omnipresent. That is true, but I, I'm going to go with this. There's a lot of people out there when you follow social media and the people that dive into the FCS right. that ate – does an eight and three team get left out? No. If you get eight wins, you, you are in. And there's going okay. to be five big sky teams with eight wins. There is a potential. There's a way four get a seed. I think maybe three get seeded when yeah. it's all said and done. There's a chance that four big sky teams can get seeded. I think that Eastern Washington needs to halt its losing streak first and foremost for that to happen. How about Portland State? If they beat Sac State and Eastern Washington at seven and four, you can't leave them out. Uh, even if they only had six Division One wins? Because they their, have a D2. But two of their losses or to uh, FBS. FBS. Right. I, hey, you know me, man. I've been arguing on Portland State. I've been on the Portland State's a, a top five or six at Big I'll State just say that this is, this is way pie in the sky, but this is what we do on the final minute of the Montana football hour, is if Portland State goes 2-0, that yep. means they beat Eastern Washington at the end. Yep. Eastern Washington on a four-game slide with Portland State on right. a four-game winning streak, and Port, they're both 7-4 and four and Portland State beat them. How do, you, how do you take Eastern over Portland State? Right. Totally. There's your way the Portland State gets in. This has been the Montana Football Hour, presented in part by Stockman Bank of Montana. Let Stockman Bank show you Montana's brand of banking today, as well as Brett's RV and Marine. Locally owned and operated for more than 50 years. Stop by 4800 Grant Creek Road. Start your next adventure with the premier RV dealer in Montana. Our one in the books, the Monday afternoon quarterback with Marty Morningweg. Coming up right after this, quickly, and we only have about 30 seconds. You buy in or sell in James Madison at all, and their move up. Sam Houston potentially moving up as well. Hard sell. Hard sell. What what are they playing for? The New Orleans Bowl? And go seven and know, five? Man. There's no relevancy. I, I sell it. I sell it totally. Across I think that the board. James Massa could be like sort of relevantly competitive. You're not gonna compete for a national championship, absolutely not, but you could be, you know, a ten win team in bowl games getting some T V money. And those are not my favorite arguments, not ones that I particularly enjoy, but not invalid ones. I think Sam Houston is going to be floating in the middle of nothing if they move up to the the Conference USA. They're chasing the money, and they're getting rid of the relevancy, is, is to me. They're just another team when they move up. That's my short take on that. Ten top 25 teams lost in the FCS, including number five, Eastern Washington. Sounds like the NFL. Craziest <laughs> Sunday of the year. I don't even know how to put it in perspective. Hopefully a guy that coached in the NFL for more than 25 years can. Marty Morningweg, longtime NFL offensive coordinator, will join us next on the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
SportsBet Montana, a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized SportsBet Montana location or by using the SportsBet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since SportsBet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. SportsBet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized SportsBet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.